Okay, so we're turning on the recording right now, and I'm talking about what is third stage astrology. Now, I do have a book out, and it's actually, you know, confusingly available under two different titles, because when it was originally published, unfortunately, the publisher was experiencing a lot of financial problems, which they warned me about when I signed with them, and they did file chapter 11 not long after it was published. So then after a little while, I got the rights back to the book and was advised to republish it with a different title. Mm. So do not buy both books because they are the same book. And the, the original publisher, what being under duress, was rushed to get the book out and mistakes were made with editing. And there, was, there were some pieces left out, some figures, you know, that explained certain things. That, it, that you find in the version of the book that I put out myself. So the original title of the book is The New Astrology. And the current title of the book is Portrait of the Soul. And the full title is Sun Signs, Portrait of the Soul. But Sun Signs is like a, like a subtitle that comes before the primary title, which is Portrait of the Soul. Now, the reason that it's Portrait of the Soul is because third stage astrology is a soul-based system of astrology that looks at your whole long-term evolution as an individual and traces it through a long series of lifetimes. Mm. So there are, for every sign, there are three stages to each sign and each stage lasts for three or four lifetimes. And each stage is also very, very different from the stage that precedes it. So in the, in the Portrait of the Soul book, I have drawings of a caterpillar, a cocoon, and a butterfly. And those are symbolic of how different all these stages are from one another. Now, in first stage of every sign, just like the caterpillar, who's munching the leaves and building, building up its strength, that part, first stage is designed to create the basic structure of a certain kind of personality response that the person's going to use and develop over the long term. So it's a very, it's a pretty simple period in a person's soul development. And because we go through many signs and the soul chooses what sign it's going to become when it starts a cycle of reincarnation and each soul chooses, just like if we go to a, um, a buffet, we're gonna choose what we want to eat. Everybody has an individual plate and our chart is an individual plate that nobody has, nobody has an absolutely identical chart to somebody else's. So as we're, the sun sign is the center of the astrological chart, just like the sun is the center of the solar system. And so anything you want to know about, about your chart, any questions you have about your chart, if you don't understand, well, why is this happening? Or why did I do that? Why am I feeling this way about my relationships? Why do I have this fear? Why do I want to get, why do I want to do this in my life? You can really kind of find the answer if you go back to the sun sign. Everything, all roads, read, all roads lead to Rome. Everything in the solar system revolves around the sun. So first stage is a stage where our conscious personality is developing. Once the soul has developed that conscious personality to a certain level, the soul no longer needs to be in first stage. And so most of the time, some kind of crisis occurs 
and there's a transition between the first stage and the second stage, and the person moves into second stage. So second stage is the cocoon, mm -hmm. and the, the cocoon is something that protects, protects as, a, as, a, as an unseen process of transformation is going on. So when a person is in second stage, they're in a process of protecting themselves from fears and traumas that they're reacting to as a result of what happened to them during first stage. And it's a lot easier to understand this if you understand it according to the specific sign. Mm -hmm. So at the end of first stage cancer, a person has had family upheaval, and so they're reacting to the family upheaval. At the end of first stage Taurus, the person is recognizing all the people I've tried to love don't love me back, and there's a collapse that has happened, and so on. Each sign has a specific set of challenges that they dealt with at the end of first stage. And in second stage, they're compensating for stresses, fears, traumas that occurred in first stage. So second stage, just as the, what's going on inside the cocoon is hidden from view, the second stage experience, three or four lifetimes, is dominated by the subconscious because the person is trying to hide from pain. That's what works for them at that stage of development. And the subconscious is carrying the memories, even though the conscious mind doesn't, doesn't know that or realize that right now. All the conscious mind knows is we've got to stay safe. We've got to do what, what works. And so there's a, there's a lot of compensating and reacting. By the end of second stage, that feels horribly constrictive. There's the, the pain hasn't gone away. And it must be, maybe it's kind of painful to transform from a caterpillar into a butterfly. <laughs> I don't know, because you can't see inside the cocoon. <laughs> but at any rate, when a person gets to the end of second stage, no matter what sign they are, that's when they start asking questions because they're in pain. And they have all kinds of problems in their lives and all kinds of problems in their reactions that they don't understand that are, that are very, very painful. And that pain is the birth of consciousness. So most of the people who are going to be listening to this or watching this, they're going to be in that second, third stage or the third stage. Older souls, when they pass through first stage and second stage, are a lot more consciously aware. So, you know, it was pretty funny. My mother was a second stage Aries. And when she read my book, she would read my book and she'd go, yep, I'm second stage. All right. Oh, there's a whole lot of things I'm in denial about. Now I'm so many things I'm not facing. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> so that was the old. That's funny. So it's the older souls that recognize it a little bit more. The ones that have done it a few times, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. All right. <laughs> Very honest <laughs> in a funny kind of way. Yeah. So the, the transitions between the stages, the stages last for four or five lifetimes. The transitions between the stages lasts probably for about one to four decades. In some signs, the transition between first and second stage can be very fast even faster than that. But these transitional stages, you could almost say that they're, they're almost like separate stages themselves. They're so much shorter than the actual stages that that's one of the reasons that I call them transitions. And the, and the person is molting and changing so much during that period. In third stage, the higher self is dominant. So that's when our spiritual self and our spiritual consciousness is actively and consciously in contact with for younger souls and in control of the situation for the older souls. And 
it's, it's a sense, it's a time of peace and fulfillment. And it's a time when the real long-term purpose that the person has been working towards for lifetimes fulfills itself. Second, third stage is when we are transitioning between being controlled by subconscious patterns and compulsions and recognizing and, and working with and incarnating our higher self. So it's a really powerful time period. It's very painful, but it's very inspirational because we're actually healing things that go back for lifetimes. And most people don't have to go back and remember those other lifetimes. They just need to understand what are the basic principles that I'm trans transmuting and transforming. There are specific keys to transform from second stage into third stage. So when we understand what those keys are, where we come from, what kinds of experiences we've had before, how they've affected us, and we can use those keys to unlock that process and have it move ahead a lot faster. But in second, third stage, it always feels like, I'll never figure this out, this is never gonna end, I hope it's over soon. <laughs> and, and you know, happy times happen too, and you know, it's always wow when you learn something new. But it's important to know that you do get through it. There's a point where there is this, this sense of happiness and, and steady contentment and fulfillment and understanding that's a natural, natural, result of that of all that searching so does it always happen though it is always fulfilled where they move yes it, okay that's interesting yeah it's always fulfilled now unfortunately sometimes it, it overlaps more than one lifetime so it's not uncommon actually for some people to enter third stage or to enter second third stage while they're dying and because it's it, 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 it's, we can't be in denial quite so easily and it, it, well, we're going through certain process of, processes of leaving this physical world. <laughs> so yeah. some people will break down and let go of things and start to open up and start learning certain things. And then they, you know, then they finish the lifetime, but they will come back in, in that second, third stage. Some people are born already in second, third stage. Mm. But, they, but they'll always make it to third stage. And if you've been, if a person is younger and they are really working and they've been working for quite a few years, pretty certain they'll make it in this lifetime. And it's quite interesting too, because I used to, people used to ask me when I was doing readings, well, what stage are you? Not everybody would, but sometimes people would. And I used to say, well, second, third stage. And then one day, quite a few years ago, I'm, I'm sitting in the living room and working on something and all of a sudden it struck me that I'd been happy for the last six months and that had never happened in my entire life. So I'm really happy and I've been really happy and contented for this long time. <laughs> and then I was looking around and thought, well, wait a minute, I've got a lot of the traits of a third stage Aries. I think I'm in third stage. It's like it snuck up on me. <laughs> I was there for six months before I even noticed. <laughs> I remember asking you. Yeah. <laughs> And when you're in the transition, it's, you know, it's, it's this turbulent process a lot of the time. And, and it feels like you're in, it feels like you're in, for me, the metaphor was, was being in the ocean and kind of drowning all the time. And every now and then I pop up the surface and take a big breath of air and this beautiful sunlight and, oh, it's so wonderful. But there's almost a, at a certain point, there's almost a fear of making that final breakthrough because it's, you don't know what it is. The, the ocean has a bottom. And there's a certain point in second, third stage where you definitely get acquainted with the bottom. <laughs> but 
but the sky has no top. So it's this sense of, oh my God, this is infinite thing. Can yeah. I do it? Can I handle it? But did you get through it? It's, it's yes, it's, it's definitely as nice out there and up there as it seems to be. And that doesn't mean third stage people don't have problems. Of course they do. And they do have pain, but it's not, it's not the undertone of experience because the undertone of experience in second, third stage is this sense of, Oh, it's painful. And I've got to sort this out. I don't know how I'm ever going to be able to do it, but I've got to. The most important thing is facing the truth and getting the answers. Whereas in second stage, the most important thing is, is sandbagging things. The truth is too much. The truth is going to destroy things. There's already enough pain underneath the surface. It, it's too much to be looking at it. So second stage people and second, third stage people are very, very different in terms of their priorities. And there's often conflicts between them because of that. So, I just want to ask a question because I'm pretty sure I'm like at the very end of my second, third stage moving into third, but like yes, I, the reason why I, I, is it normal for like a second, third stage person to also feel kind of like they're in like a limbo period where their, their life almost like their, I don't know, their soul path hasn't quite caught up. Like you haven't, yes. it's not that I'm like miserable, but there's kind of, it's almost like I'm in this like white room that hasn't, yes. it hasn't. It hasn't moved to the next. I always, I don't ever know how to explain it to someone, but I don't have the pain that I had when I was like earlier in my stage where it was like, I thought I was going to die, like literally yes. a lot. Yes. But now it's, you know, I'm still evolving and still learning, but it's almost like, okay, you know, I'm ready. Where's my next life? You know what I mean? Where's that next thing? Is that kind of normal for a second, third stage person too? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And it's also, yes. And it's also very normal to kind of have your life be a little bit of a vacuum sometimes, not that everybody goes through it, but yeah. a lot of times second, because second, third stage is such a short period of time compared to second stage. Mm -hmm. so we have, have a lot of souls that we traveled through second stage with. And when we're ready to leave the pack, not everybody else is going, they're going to stay yeah. there. So we have to, we have to disentangle relationships with people who are in denial about a lot of things in their lives. Second stage people, admire and resent and fear second third stage people so they're they come after you and they want a piece of you but they don't want to do any work for it themselves and yeah. they're innocent in this they don't mean to hurt anybody but it's not working for the second third stage person so the second third stage person needs to needs to detach its their attachments to the second stage people they've been traveling along with for several lifetimes. Eventually those people, when it's their time, they'll make the transition too, but they're not doing it right now. Mm -hmm. so you have this, this, this limbo in terms of our relationships a lot of the time too, until we start drawing more second, third stage people and third stage people to ourselves. And another very common experience is that a certain point in second, third stage, you'll start to meet third stage people and you often have one or more third stage mentors. And it's, it's a real, it's just this incredible revelation when that happens. Mm -hmm. It's that same law. Earlier we were doing a, a recording about animal reincarnation. And I mentioned this, the sort of the law of mentorship, that whatever stage we're starting to move into in any department of our lives, we will tend to naturally have or draw to ourselves people who are teaching or nurturing or or mentoring us and helping us get to that next level mm -hmm. we, we kind of it's just all souls all beings that's natural it's natural in nature for animals to do this with one another it's natural everywhere mm. so that's an interesting thing 
there is another, there's another transition that can happen, and it is the transition between first stage and third stage. So when we get to the end of the first stage of a sign, and we've basically built up a certain personality that, that's the foundation of what we're going to achieve in the long run, and we, we're starting to hit the conflicts and the challenges that always occur at the end of first stage, we haven't, we, there's a little doorway that opens that shows us where we could go to move straight from that conscious personality to the higher self, move straight to the, the full, larger expression of what we're going to be doing in third stage. And everybody gets a choice as to whether they, they want to bypass second stage, which is murky and slippery. And the path of natural resistance is to slide down that slippery slope into second stage. So when a person's in first, second stage transition, they will often kind of go through, I'm leaning towards this bigger thing versus I'm, I'm, I'm drawn down into this other stuff that feels dangerous and feels, feels unpleasant, but it feels so easy to get involved in. My emotions are drawn to it. So a person can choose to make that transition to third stage. And when a person is in first, second stage, again, they can attract a mentor, which I've named the gatekeeper, yeah. which could be a person, it could be a friend, could be a parent, probably could be a child. <laughs> Everybody's got such a unique path in life. Could be a, could be a, a lover um, who is usually third stage. Sometimes they're in second, third stage. If they're in second, third stage, that's a, they're pro, the person is probably less likely to make that first third stage transition, but they they can do that. My best friend mentored a lot of Aries from first to third stage, and she certainly did it when she was in second third stage. <laughs> but the mentor there is the person who is kind of showing them what's possible, and really tends to list let them do whatever they need to do for themselves. If you make the decision that you're going to go towards that second stage, then that's, then that's, you know, that's, that's your choice. That's what you're going to do. It certainly saves an awful lot of pain and suffering, several lifetimes worth of pain and suffering to go from first to third stage. But if we go through second stage, we have a, we, we get deeper because we have had these much deeper experiences. We've had to live through really extreme personal conflicts about life and and when by pulling ourselves out of that it deepens us so i don't know if there's a better choice does, and, does hmm? everyone have the choice of moving from yes yeah. yes everybody has the choice and there'll probably be a point in human evolution where everybody takes that choice and second stage won't be necessary and everyone would be able to do you think if they really thought about it like i'm asking this because i feel like i might know in my first third stage happened but do you think everyone would kind of know what's like based on a feeling or um well everyone knows I, mean, I have a friend who is in second stage and she was at the first second stage transition when we were younger and and she was very much talking about a lot of certain signs in third stage are very socially active they 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 go out and they they make changes in society and that's what her focus was. That's what she was really drawn to. That's what she was interested in doing. And the second stage of that sign is, is all fo very focused on personal relationships and, and challenging personal relationships. That's it. And, and so she was really aware of, the, of this choice she had. And she was looking at it as, 
I don't want to get into a relationship. Mm -hmm. If I get into a relationship, then I won't be able to do the things that I, that I want to that have higher meaning to me that I want to change in the world, the things I want to accomplish. But she did get into a relationship. Yeah, hard not to. <laughs> Other signs, it might be completely different. It's not, a, it's not going to be a question about relationships, intimate relationships. Mm -hmm. So don't think that it is. However, the types of relationships we have when we're at that transition point can be pivotal because just as we have our gatekeeper, who's the mentor who takes us from first to third stage, sometimes we have our, our dark gatekeepers, <laughs> a person in the thickest second stage who, who kind of pulls us towards them and says, come join me here. I could have, it's kind of frustrating when you think about it, you have opportunity, you're actually, your soul actually, like you actually have opportunity to bypass a lot of that second stage pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do it the easy way or you can do it the hard way, but the hard way means learning from experience and learning from experience can sometimes, you know, really be worthwhile. So my sense is the soul always makes the right decision for itself, even if it means a lot of pain. Sometimes the pain is, is, is necessary and worthwhile. It, it gets you where you need to be in the long run. The soul has forever. So does that change our chart at all? Like if, like, uh, like, I just want to bring this back to, so our chart is kind of laid out at the time we're born. Yeah. But what if we, because we have the opportunity to skip stages, does that change anything or yeah. no? Usually it's going to show up in the chart that you're going to have the opportunity to, to change stages for one thing. And it certainly will, it, it, it will certainly transform the expression of the chart because there's a law in astrology that energy must express, but the form the energy takes when it expresses is fluid. There are different ways to express, to express certain things. Mm -hmm. So you can express the higher octave of a particular facet of, of your chart, or you can express the lower octave of a particular facet of your chart. But the chart always remains. Yeah, that's right. And the chart is our, is our choice also. Remember, it's not something that's been imposed on us, but it is, we are, we are, uh, we are at our very purest sense of self or moment of self when we are right at the beginning of, of an incarnation and we're taking that first breath mm -hmm. because the physical plane is the highest plane of spiritual expression, which is not what most people think, but it is. It's, it's what all of existence is working towards and has been creating for eons. When we're in a lifetime and we're living a lifetime, we're getting caught up in our reactions. We're getting caught up in different karmas that we brought in to deal with. But right at the very beginning of a lifetime, we're, we're, we're so incredibly purified from the experience that we had in between lifetimes. And we're also very alive. There's this tremendous life force as we enter into this powerful experience of the physical plane. So we're our most purest being at that moment. And our purest being has intentions, it has memories, experiences, it knows, it knows the things it's here to transmute, it knows what it wants to create. And all of those urges and all of that inner beingness is what creates the imprint of the birth chart. So we could never ever say our chart's limiting us, it's telling us what to do, it's restricting us. It's not. And we can always, we're, and we are also always here 
to transmute any limitations and karmic situations that the chart tells us we brought in to work on. So if we choose to go down into second stage, what we're going to do with those karmic burdens is we're going to sandbag them and they're going to fester underneath the surface, but they're not going to bug us while they're festering. Not really. They smell a little funny sometimes. If we decide to go from first stage into third stage, we're, we're operating from that spiritual level of existence that's somewhat similar to that spiritual level we were instinctively at at the moment of birth. So we can suddenly operate on all of this stuff from a much higher level. So what would be a very stressful aspect to somebody who doesn't have that higher perspective becomes, becomes a source of energy and strength instead of a liability. Even though it's the same aspect, it's being expressed. The energy is being expressed because it must be expressed, but it's being expressed at a higher level as opposed to a lower level. So basically, like it's your chart, but with free will. Like obviously, yeah. so you're 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 you know you're you're choosing to to skip to third stage, but that doesn't change necessarily some of the, the fundamental pieces of your chart that you picked out for yourself. That no. you're yeah, because your chart is an expression of free will. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, people say, "Well, is it astrology or is it free will?" Well, they're both the same thing. <laughs> I think people get confused that it's like you know like you've you've picked your chart but it's not like a lot of people use the term destiny but it's just yeah. like there there's there's things that you picked out for yourself it's not yes. like you're reincarnated to help you move along your path but yeah. you have choices that can take you any which way you know yeah to learn those lessons i guess if you are yeah, that's right yeah, because destiny is simply something, it is simply something very specific and strong and powerful that you chose before you were born. Mm -hmm. That's what that is. Yeah. And we made an arrangement. <laughs> we're meeting at that train station. <laughs> yeah. And that's what we do with our soul relationships a little bit. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah, that's true. But what we do when we meet at that train station, that's going to be up to the consciousness level of us and of any other participant who's agreed to, to meet up there as well. Mm -hmm. And we knew, we also knew ahead of time with that person who's going to meet us at the train station, how likely they are to pick a high path or a low path or whether they're going to fluctuate between the two. We, that was part of the arrangement as well as an understanding of what's, what the probabilities are. And this is why when it comes to relationships, a lot of people will be picking the more difficult people first. <laughs> Let's get it over with. We want to have patience for it later. And if the more quote unquote difficult person can make a leap to a higher level of expression, then that's a win-win for the whole universe. Yeah, I feel like you've told me that before because like my my pattern is with relationships, but you the you always had said that the least likely um, <laughs> option would come up first right and if that works right. but yeah yeah that's a general rule it's not necessarily always the way it is but it often works that way <laughs> yeah so i think that's the basics on the third on the three stages which people are probably going to be listening to or looking at after they've gotten confused when, I, when we're looking at the specific signs. And, and it will make a lot more sense when you look at the specific signs. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it kind of goes together. So third stage, um, like how, how many lifetimes again are you in third stage? You're in there uh, maybe two, 
same, same as the other stages. Same as the other stages, it's three or four lifetimes. So it's really quite nice. <laughs> and then after third stage, like, do you ever talk about kind of what happened? After, after third stage, you, you're either, either, you may at some point in third stage, move on to the next phase of evolution and no longer be in the human experience. Or at the end of third stage, you're going to choose another sign. And it can, and for each person, it's a very individual choice about what's the next sign. There is no one path. And some people teach that some sun signs are more evolved than other sun signs, and we follow a particular path through the zodiac. What I've seen when I've looked at people's soul history is it's a very individual path, and people will choose their own combination of signs. We often, we often, we generally tend to often do certain signs more than once. Uh-huh. Because it's you know we're not just going to have twelve we're not, not just going to have twelve patterns of of incarnation. It's all pretty individual. So we don't go through the whole zodiac. Some people don't go through the whole zodiac, and some people might go through the whole zodiac three times. Hmm. So it's again, it's individual. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's a favorite sort of game amongst friends. What sign do you want to be next? <laughs> Oh, I don't want to be that one. No, no, I don't want to be that one either. <laughs> this one. Yeah, I want to be this one. <laughs> I like mine. So. Yeah, well, that's, my, that's what, when I ask, when I, when I answer that question for myself, I would pick your sign as the next sign. <laughs> oh, would you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know what I would be. That's interesting. Yeah. So I guess we'll, we'll, we'll look at the signs. <laughs> 